Today we have Jessica Flores along with a special guest co-host coming back from season two, Maritza Herrera. Enjoy the podcast. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to another edition of Gata Nation Studios. I have uh, Jessica Flores here that's going to be our guest speaker. And we have a returning guest to be our co-host, Maritza Herrera. So how are you ladies doing? Doing great. Buenas tardes. Good afternoon to everybody. Hi, welcome. It's good to be back. Thank you for having me, Alex. Yeah, and we're going to talk here to Jessica who works in uh, self-healing and does like a lot of healing sessions. And I just kind of want to learn a little bit more about uh, what you do, Jessica, just so people get to know you a little bit more. Okay. Thank you for asking, Alex. So basically what I do is become a guide or facilitator to people, male, female, children, teens that are willing and wanting to explore what it is to do what's called self-healing. Self-healing, although the word is implied that it's done by yourself, it actually um, requires some assistance, some guidance. So my role is just to pinpoint the areas that need to be worked on and facilitate safe spaces in order for you to then do the work on your own. And then sometimes along with me and other facilitators or healers that are also needed to cohesively do a full self-healing. Just share with us about what made you want to start this? Like what made you want to start healing session? You know what? Honestly, I think it, it comes from my own healing journey. Um, being a child with certain gifts that were misunderstood or um, frowned upon as a child, um, a lot of doubt and insecurities came along with seeing and hearing things that, that were not understood by adults, per se, um, which then caused obviously a lot of traumas growing up. Um, it took me a long time to come to terms with what I was seeing and hearing and feeling to then accept them, explore them, and know that they're gifts to be shared with. They're not just for me, but it's to share with the world. And you mentioned a lot about like parents or adults not understanding you. At what point or what age did you start feeling that you weren't being heard or understood? Because a lot of people that I know, including myself, have had those feelings of, Oh, maybe my parents don't get me. My teachers don't get me. My counselors. Honestly, Alex, I was very young. I'm going to say maybe as young as three and four years old, experiencing visions and hearing paranormal um, activities that would scare my family. Being from a very Catholic, traditional Mexican family living in Tijuana, Mexico, you know, surrounded by superstitions and folklore and and. And all those La Llorona stories that we all hear, um, it was very apparent to me very early on that when I expressed the things that I was seeing and hearing, um, it would cause my family to be frightened and want to just shut me down. So then that's when I started to just turn inward and kind of focus on on dealing with it myself or a lot of times suppressing or ignoring what I was seeing and hearing. It's kind of like one of those things where like at a young age, you start having those feelings of like, do people listen to me? And maybe you start overthinking with your head. And I'm guessing that has been the same thing with a lot of your clients. Absolutely. Most of my clients will tell me that they've been 
um, aware that there's something different about them, that they've been experiencing um, different sensations of, of seeing and knowing things before they happen or, you know, just that intuition that's really strong, um, but never being able to explore it because they've never felt heard, understood, or just not wanting to feel like they were crazy um, or judged by other people. And do you see that maybe dealing with personal mental health issues or anxiety? How does that play a part? That's a huge question. Okay. So the issue is that a lot of people um, growing up don't have educated adults around them. So then what could be an actual um, reality that they're, that children are experiencing these, um, what can we call them? These sexual visions and, and these hearing things, they're automatically kind of pushed to the side of, well, they'll have a, they have a mental issue. They have a condition per se, um, opposed to exploring the fact that some of us are gifted. Some of us are truly hearing and seeing and knowing these things. We aren't crazy. We aren't um, schizophrenic. Some of us, you know, there are real issues that are pushed to over oh, there. It's a mental issue. Um, I think with time, it can become a mental health issue, not being able to explore your gifts and being told that you have a, a mental issue condition. It can become one, but it's not always the case from the beginning. Uh, Maritza, I want to know if you wanted to add something or have any questions yourself. Yes, thank you, Alex. Jessica, your story is so fascinating. And I really feel like I can totally relate to what you're talking about. But And I also have a lot of friends who are in the self-healing journey. Um, and I wanted to ask, who did you turn to when you started experiencing these visions or, you know, you, you understood that you were gifted? Um, what resources did you seek or do you have any suggestions for listeners who are maybe starting to experience these things and don't know where to turn? So in my journey, um, honestly, as because it become it became very apparent at me to me at a very young age, um, my young mind started to block out a lot of these experiences at a very young age. Um, I'm going to say between five and fourteen. I really just blocked it all off. Our mind is an incredible protector. I'm, our mind will just block off those things that as a child, you're unable to comprehend and will just safeguard you, creating a hedge of protection over you and just blocking all those things out. But when I hit 15, um, I became very aware again from one night to the next, I was... Um, tormented by night terrors and everything just boom came back at me with one one swoop and one night all those feelings visions and hearing um, things of the other world came back to me um it was very scary it was very lonely um back then we didn't have all the resources that we hold at the palm of our hand at this point so my biggest alley was the library. <laughs> the public library was really my 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 number one friend, my my best friend, my go to. Um, you know, I spent hours on the computer researching. I spent hours um, reading books on 
um, night terrors, um, sleep paralysis, you name it. The number one thing is honestly is going to be research. Be aware of your actual resources, know who they are, what they are, come into a place of acceptance that this is what's going on. This is what you're experiencing. You're not going crazy. It happens to millions of people around the world when they all of a sudden get woken up. It could be a snap of a finger. It could be a word somebody says. It could be a smell or a scent. We never know when these gifts are going to come back to us if we've repressed them from a young age. Knowledge is key seeking that knowledge. Don't seclude yourself is my number one advice or tip to others. Seek like-minded souls that will make you feel safe, that you're not alone, and will let you ask the questions that you need to ask without feeling judged. I love that, Jazz. I would just say, so building a community or being around um, individuals who are really there to hear you and not judged you, would you say that's a big key as well? Absolutely. I didn't come into my soul family until my early 40s. I'm 47 now. It was it was my my maybe early 40s where I finally came into a community where I was listening to the conversations around me. And people were speaking speaking about spirits and speaking about things that would manifest as it was an everyday occurrence. And that was shocking to me because my entire life, I thought that I had to keep these thoughts and these feelings um, very close to my heart so that I wouldn't be categorized, just like Alex said, with somebody with a mental health issue. The earlier you recognize your gifts, the earlier you start finding that soul community, faster you'll be able to determine and, and access those gifts and start using them for the better of humanity. Jessica, I did want to ask, because you mentioned a lot about finding your place. And I think what a lot of people lack sometimes is finding your own circle. Um, I grew up in City Heights due to rent and just prices. I actually moved to Chula Vista. And somehow mm-hmm. I just managed to find my way back to City Heights, even if I'm doing stuff in Barrio Logan or in Lemming. Mm-hmm. I'm always finding my way back in City Heights just because that was my circle. And that's something that maybe I'm not ready to quit on or give up on. And is that something that you see going on in society now that people kind of like feel kind of attached to their circle? Absolutely, Alex. I do see that we take to gravitate to where our soul feels at home over time you know the best thing is to explore be adventurous know that it's okay to try different things know that it's okay to feel at home in one place one day and then the next day feel like you still need to try something else it's okay to switch and change your mind i tried different communities um throughout my lifetime trying to find myself i went through the catholic route i went through the born again Christian route, which I was for about 15 years. But your soul will always gravitate to where it really needs to be, where the calling is. I too tend to gravitate to Barrio Logan. Uh, I grew up and was raised in, in Chula Vista area. I went to church in National City for X amount of years. Um, but for some reason, every time I would go and circle back to Barrio Logan as a guest, as an as a, um, a facilitator, just as a tourist per se, um, I always felt at home. 
I always felt that I could walk safe and secure. I always felt like my spirit was free there. Um, so absolutely listen. Listen to yourself. Listen to your spirit. Listen to your soul. Let your mind rest. Sometimes it, your mind doesn't give you the best advice. <laughs> so when it comes from within, yes, you will know where your community is. Even though you may explore others, you tend to gravitate back to where your calling truly is. I kind of just wanted to share actually how I met Jess. Um, and it was just such a beautiful story. And it ties back into the intuition piece because Jess was at Olympia event at Mujeres Brewery. And I really, really wanted to go, but all my friends decided to drive back home and none of them wanted to come with me. I was like, it's okay. I'm just going to go by myself. Like my intuition was just calling me like, you have to go to this event. You have to go to this event. And so I show up just as they're offering Olympias. And it was so amazing. Like just, just your heart just opens up so wide and you just feel so loved and seen and heard. And I just felt myself just allowing myself to release. And I just had so much emotional trauma that I'm still currently working through, but it was, I did not, I wasn't aware fully of it until I spoke to Jess because Jess was really able to lovingly and kindly show me that I had been holding on to so much of that emotions from childhood. And so I just love that we were able to connect and I've been going to Jess's events ever since. And I just want to say thank you because I, I've learned and I benefited from it so much and I've shared it with others. I'm always letting people know, follow Jess on Instagram, you know, so it's just been a great experience getting to know you. So um, my question is, do you feel like people find you at the right time, right when they need you, or has that been an experience of yours, Jess? You know what? Honestly, yes. I do know that um, some of us are giving the gift of being that shoulder to lean on. It's very intuitive. It's very just natural. It's very just maternal and nurturing. I don't always know what people need, but when I meet you, you tell me what you need, whether it be an energy Olympia, whether it be a nerve Olympia, whether it be a tarot reading, whether it be just let me speak some words of love and kindness into you. Um, but I do agree and I do know that we have soul assignments in this life. We all do. We are all assigned different people in our lives to impact to impart on, to influence within our circles of influence or within outside. One way or another, we are all interconnected and we come to meet each other in divine timing. Absolutely. I do think that all that is preordained and sometimes a little bit off. Sometimes it's a little bit perfect. Like I said, divine timing. But I do know that we all tend to find our way towards each other when it's needed when it's absolutely needed. And it's just like you said, things will just align, whether you show up on your own or whether you show up with your entire entourage, it doesn't matter. When when you're there, when I'm there, when the facilitator that is meant for you is there, magic just happens on our own, on its own. Um, well, I do want to add that um, I've known Maritza probably since I started the show, like even before. And uh, Marita is someone that I've never given a lot of credit for as far as like being a good helper and a good coach. And uh, I'm very thankful that she introduced me to you, Jessica. And I'm very thankful that um, this is what the show is about, bringing people together. So 
thank you, Maritza, for even making this happen. You're so welcome, Alex. Yes, I definitely feel like that is like my passion in life, you know, bringing people together, resources, and just connecting those dots. Because like you said, um, for me, I like to practice what I preach, right? So if I'm going to coach someone, um, so I'm a life coach, as you mentioned, and help guide them and give them that space, it's like, hey, like, I should be doing that for myself. Coaches need coaches too, just like healers need their their healers too, right? Like we all have our own gifts and we can also receive from others. And I think that's a beautiful journey we're on. We're all on together where we can support each other and eliminate eliminate that loneliness because I feel like it's we really are in a time right now where a lot of us are feeling very alone. Like we may be surrounded by people, but just that inner feeling of feeling alone is really creeping up on us and it's been happening for a few years. And during the pandemic, I think that's when a lot of us really felt it being isolated, staying at home. And so, yeah, I just think it's a great time for all of us to step up and really help help support each other and hold each other's hands. So it's great to be part of the journey. So thank you. Jessica, this is your time to like share about any upcoming events that are set for you anything that's going to be coming up by then that you can tell us about you know what i do have thank you for the opportunity there are a few events coming up there the nearest one will be a grounding and meditation hike at the end of the month um i'll be posting the exact date and location as the time approaches so basically what we do is we connect with mother nature madre tierra she is our biggest, biggest ally when it comes to self-healing and recharging. Um, so we do a hike in order to clear our minds, push our bodies. Then we slow down, do a tea ceremony, uh, guided meditation and breath work. And then we climb down the mountain together, hopefully refreshed and renewed. So that'll be happening at the end of May. In June, um, we do have a what's called a Olympia market. It'll be in Bell Gardens, though. Um, I don't quite have the exact date, but if you please follow me on IG, I'll be posting the flyer as soon as it's ready. Um, it'll be around mid-June. And what it is, it's a group of energy healers. De todo tipo, all types. You find uh, Reiki, you find Limpias, you find Tarot, you find Oracle cards, you find your all your medicinal herbs and ointments and potions and whatnot that you may think you need in order to help you in your um, self-healing process, all the tools you need in one place. So stay tuned. Feel free to check out the website. Feel free to send me your messages. I will be posting those towards the end of next week. Um, but other than that, I appreciate your time, Alex. I appreciate your time, Mari. Um, anything you need, I'm here to serve. Tlazocamati. Muchísimas gracias. I appreciate you both. What's your Instagram handle, Jess? <laughs> so my Instagram handle is corazón underscore yahuitl. Um, it's a Nahuatl word, yahuitl, which means blue corn. Practice is really based on grounding ourselves um, in our culture, in um, our native um, customs and rituals. So corazón yahuitl is uh, my IG handle. Uh, please love and light to all. And sending you so much love. Thank you. Of course, thank you, Jessica, for joining. Uh, this podcast was so lovely to have you. And thank you, Maritza, for 
putting this together. Thank you both so much. It's been a pleasure to be here, Alex. And great job to you too. I know you shared some great um, feelings about the work that I've helped support you, but you've also helped me learn and grow as well. So Alex, so thank you for all you do for the community. And of course, thank you, Jess, too, for all your lovely work as well. Thank you both. Give it up once again for Jessica Flores and Maritza Herrera for co-hosting. This was a fun show to put together, as always. And yeah, just give them a follow. All of their information will be down below in the description. And well, we're almost at the end. Uh, as you all know, the season finale will consist of Miriam Perez Rodriguez, as well as Luz Maria Clayton as a co-host yet again. But before we get to that on June 7th, the finale, May 31st, we have one more podcast before we get to the finale. You may have remembered her back in the season one finale, but now she's going to come over and share her full story. That's right. Fidela Lisette, photographer, storyteller, model, what have you. She's coming onto the show, sharing her full story here on Catanation Studios. That's again next week. And then June 7th will be the season finale of season five. Thank you so much for continuing to support, and we'll see you next week. We are Catanation. Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. Here I am, stuck in the middle with you. Yes, I'm stuck in the middle with you. With you. Like what you heard? Keep listening to awesome podcasts here on Catanation Studios at We Are Catanation buzzsprout.com as well as Spotify and Google Podcasts. And to keep up with me on Instagram, go to at We Are Got the Nation, Got the Nation Studios for more.